0: Welcome to Big Game Hunger, a show where me and a guest craft the big next game every episode. We'll be taking three random ingredients and blending them together into one incredible name. I'm Jenna Stever, and I crave content. And I'm joined by Eduardo Valdez-Evia. Hello. Who are you, Eduardo? And um, what's your deal? What are you craving?
1: Hmm, I'm, I'm hungry for brains. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: you didn't expect that, right?
0: <laughs> I did not expect that. Uh, we could probably get you some brains <laughs> if you wanted it that badly. What I love is that um, the if, if, you, if the audience doesn't know who you are, it's yeah, <laughs> an insane it's, thing to I think, to open I think it
1: makes it, yeah, the, the lack of context makes it better. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Eduardo, who are you? I'm <laughs>
1: Uh, I'm an artist. I work in Photoshop mostly, just like mashing pictures together, and I make a lot of horror, hence my hunger for brains. Also, it is related <laughs> to like uh, I-, I studied medicine, and like just today, I finished my master's on neuroscience, like brain science. So, uh, yeah, I just like earlier today, I had a presentation for that. So. On
0: what? On what? What was it on? <laughs>
1: <laughs> on phantom limb I, it's it's ironic how how well it fits <laughs> my my vibe <laughs> it is it's it's
0: it's, it's almost hilariously too on the nose but yeah. it's pretty cool i mean
1: i had a few choices like they they gave me a few choices and i saw one of them was phantom limb and i was like i i can't not go for that like it sounds like <laughs> one of my stories
0: well, that's incredible. How did the presentation go well?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And
0: now you're a master.
1: I, I am the master. The the, the, master, the master of phantom limbs. <laughs>
0: the master of phantom limbs. I just it's really exciting. So congratulations on doing thank that. You. And thank, thank you for you. joining me on this most celebratory day. <laughs> So for yeah, if people don't know your work. I feel like if they looked you up they might recognize it if they are at all interested in horror there's a like a non-zero chance they will have been exposed to exposed. your artwork
1: <laughs> if you've if you've been on Twitter and you've seen uh, strange posts about like uh, crab people or like teeth growing out of yeah. your bones well that 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 might have been me. <laughs>
0: Or it might not have, which is also an upsetting (laughs) idea. Uh, Yes, I'm particularly fond of your Fractal series, um, which I think is just fascinating. and And your art is so cool. Thank you. Uh, and today, I've had you on to do something that has nothing to do with art or Photoshop, <laughs> and everything to do with verbal uh, game making. So oh, yeah. really playing to my skill set, not yours, <laughs> for which I am sorry.
1: I play a lot of games. I'll, I, I'll, I'll be fine.
0: <laughs> do you play a lot of horror games? Do you or just play general
1: games? I play a bit of everything. I feel like mm. you know, you know the the. Um, uh, all the memes about about uh, Junji Ito being like yeah. making the worst like unimaginable horror and then like being a super cheery person i feel like a lot of horror <laughs> artists are like that it's it's kind of a thing where like if you make it super dark uh, artwork, you're generally a pretty cheery person, and uh, vice versa, if you make, like, super happy artwork, wow. it's, like, the most troubled people. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I play, like, I, I I like horror games and stuff, but um, I like playing, like, uh, Breath of the Wild, Stardew Valley, like, yeah, cheery yeah. games with yeah. pretty colors. It's, like, pretty much the opposite <laughs> of my art. But. <laughs> well, it's
0: good to have a variety of tastes. Yeah. Uh, excellent. Alright, well, let's roll. I'm gonna roll... On my spreadsheet, and we'll see what our three prompts are. Let's see. Uh, you also had some really good optional prompts. So we might, we have the option to swapping some of those in okay. if we decide we don't like some of the things that we roll. But let me roll. And okay, our, our premise, is, and this is, again might be almost two on the nose, our premise is vampires. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> our adjective slash description is vibrant, which I think is is interesting. Curious how that's going to implement.
2: Yeah,
0: uh, and then our gameplay type is <laughs> pinball.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: Vampires, vibrant, and pinball.
0: <laughs> <laughs> pinball. So, <laughs> one of the optional prompts that you came up with um, was for gameplay mascot horror, mm. and part of me thinks that we should swap out pinball for mascot horror because I think there's so much room on the market right now to do mascot horror. Oh
1: yeah, but we could That's also big.
0: we could also flirt with this pinball option and then see how we're feeling.
1: I, I feel like why not, why not both? Let, let's try let's try and and see if we can integrate. Like some pinball elements into okay. our game, and, and we'll, we'll see. I think I think like, like let let's see where we land on that.
0: Okay. Why don't Why don't we? Yeah, we'll make a pinball game, and if there happens to be some mascot horror <laughs> in the pinball game, then that's uh, that. Then I would, you know, that's just natural creative process, organic. I,
1: I already got something running around my brain that i think yeah. might combine both things so you know uh, how a lot of mascot horror games are like based on on like an abandoned like you know this uh Five Nights at freddy's it's not really abandoned but it's like this yeah. old uh, animatronics and this broken down
0: place. poppy's playtime abandoned factory
1: exactly like a lot of them there's uh garden of bam, bam which i've never played but i've seen it just like looks, looks so cursed and um it, I've just seen like people talking about how the models in the game have like millions of polygons because they didn't <laughs> they didn't <laughs> like it's very, very cursed in, in many ways. But
0: uh, it says this came out this year. It, oh, there, there's I'm like banded. a million of them
1: already. I think there's it's like home- okay. it's like being on like YouTube kids, I think. I think that's where okay. and I think that's kind of where we have to aim our target audience because I feel like mascot horror is really big uh, among the younger younger demographics so i think that's kind of where we need yeah. to aim and okay. uh um, you know there's like a lot of abandoned places uh didn't say garden of bamban is like i think it's like a kindergarten mm. uh, oh the, the like
0: garden a, uh, the kindergarten of bamban okay sorry. it's coming together <laughs> so okay. how
1: about an abandoned like arcade where we have like pinball games <laughs> among
0: others. Okay, I love abandon arcade because I feel like arcades arcades are so As a modern person, I think arcades are so cursed conceptually. (laughs) Maybe that's just because most of the arcades I've been to are like the most, they're pretty run down and Mm. a lot of them are very well loved, but a lot of them are just like the stickiest, (laughs) darkest, beer smelling um, dens of iniquity like really just horrible <laughs> horrible little caves yeah with insane bright lights and ga- And these are ca- these like really vibrant uh, vibrant or oh, word yeah. are vibrant colorful bright games in mm. there so I feel like there is an essentially good contrast
1: I think I think it's a good and I, I don't think it's, it has been done I might be wrong there's like a million mascot horror games nowadays but mm. we will set if, if it's been done we'll set ours apart
0: is it is this okay is it an arcade or it could also be like a factory no i think an arcade is better than a factory i'm thinking i'm thinking about it because the factory has been done hmm. so i think an arcade is a good one is it just a pinball arcade or is there like a haunted ddr machine
1: <laughs> yes oh yeah yeah <laughs> i think i think it has to be the full arcade experience i don't know did, did you used to like uh, do you have uh, any experience as a kid Going to arcades. I, I had one near uh the the cinema where I used to go. And it was like huh. a, a bowling alley with an arcade, yes. like both things at once. And I used to spend a lot of time there after like before or after the cinema, just with my friends.
0: That I was also gonna say arcade machines in bowling arcade yeah. or bowling bowling alleys. Um I, I bowling I cannot remember the last time I went bowling either. That feels like such a itself such a retro concept, although I'm certain they're still out there and there's still leagues and stuff, but... Yeah. I don't even know where the nearest. If I, if there was an emergency, if there was some sort of <laughs> <laughs> bowling alley emergency, and I had to get to a bowling alley as quickly as possible, I don't even know which direction I would set out in. I like that. I mean, it's it really is like bowling alleys, arcades, and skating rinks are mm. these three iconic locations of my youth that. <laughs> are essentially defunct.
1: I think the one I used to go to is still there. Like they've modernized really? it and stuff. It's been a couple years since I went there because I've moved uh, like regions since. Mm-hmm. But but I think it's still there. Which is pretty. It's a big testament to arcades and to like how, like you know, they can still survive. <laughs> yeah,
0: that feels like it would be a good pilgrimage for you at some point to go back there. I should there. go.
1: I should go. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I feel like bowling alleys in particular have such strong smell memories. Yeah. Where, because it's it's all sorts of like really specialized equipment, and it all has such oh a specific my
1: God. the shoes
0: smell yeah the, the, shoes, the shoe spray and they spray
1: the shoes that specific smell yeah that's that's the yes. uh... <laughs>
0: the aerosolization well if when we do a physical release of whatever this game is we should spray a little bit <laughs> just a little bit of that <laughs> and it's when you open oh up god. the switch box you get like <laughs> an, an assault a memory smell assault <laughs> oh
1: my god okay so we got we got a good good bones to this it, it's yeah. It's a game set in a arcade uh, bowling alley kind of combination. You know, maybe there's a cinema next to it. Like, so we just so we have like different mm-hmm. levels, maybe different locations to oh, keep I it like interesting. Yeah. I don't know if we'll, we'll make yeah. it like linear or. But we have something. I think like the reference for this to- sort of game is like Five Nights at Freddy's. It's like the most influential. Yeah. It's the there's icon. a movie that came out right now, like a few weeks ago. Yeah. It has that whole thing about you're watching the cameras, you kind of have to divide your attention, and suddenly you get a yeah. jump scare from somewhere else. Classic. And I think that really works well with like, you know, it's kind of like the game is like pulling your attention in different directions, and boom, yeah. you get a jump scare. So yes. what if we have mini games, <gasps> arcade based mini games, and that's oh, where the that's jump so scares smart. come. Yes. <laughs>
0: So it's like, it's like there's a, a frogger equivalent, yes, <laughs> some sort of frogger knockoff. And like you have, for some reason, we'll figure out why there, for some reason you have to play these arcade games. Mm. Maybe you're locked in, uh, or maybe, maybe your job is, if we're doing the Five Nights and Freddy's things, obviously it was a security guard. Maybe your job is arcade repair, arcade maintenance. Mm. And so like, you've just got to go through all of these and play all of these games to make sure they're working right, but they're not going to be working right <laughs> <laughs> it's spooky <laughs> I,
1: I do like the idea of being locked in there also okay uh, kind of giving it an, an escape room vibe like you know those old escape yeah. room games where it's like a whole puzzle where you have to uh you know like t- there were there were a million like flash games like this
0: Yeah, you just like yeah and i fully played
1: around yeah. a room and uh, click on different doors to go to different places. <laughs> you you find the key to go like you know that it's it's such a yeah. such a specific vibe of game that I don't know if that if the youth nowadays has an equivalent. So maybe we need to <laughs> offer that to them.
0: Yeah, I think there's space.
1: Maybe you're the repairman. You're you're tasked with like, oh, you're going there at night because you know that's the, when you, it's closed. the rest of the day is so busy, the yeah. kids are there. And suddenly you find that you're locked in, and, and 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 you 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 need to you know you need to like puzzle your way out of this.
0: Here's a pitch that I think would be funny: um, is that 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 is you. So you start in the arcade mm. area, mm. and you're like, I've got to get out of here. I've got to get out of here. Uh, you finally find the key, you unlock it, and that's when you realize you're actually in an arcade in a bowling alley. <laughs> And so you have to go through the bowling alley situation as well. And then you finally find the key for that and you unlock it and you open the door and realize you're in a, you were in an arcade, in a bowling alley, in a theater. Yes. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> oh, one of the, one of the, in, you have to go under, inside the bowling alley, like where the pins, where the bowls go.
0: Yes, in the back area. You have to crawl down there, <gasps> yes. Oh, that's really so upsetting just to even think about. <laughs> that is so essentially upsetting. The imagine, imagining putting my body, my physical human body in the place where the pins come down is... Really good horror stuff.
1: Mm. Oh, the machines—they keep acting up, so you gotta like really time it yeah. so you don't get crushed by the machine.
0: Uh, yes, you gotta slide your body in like a seal whoop, 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 to get <laughs> <laughs> get down through there without getting crushed.
1: We got, we got like a oh. lot of uh, gameplay elements. We got mini games. We got yeah. like some like timed action set piece. You gotta go yeah. through the evade the pins as they fall down in the in the bowling alley. Yeah. We got the horror element as well. So like some- I think
0: it's really good. And I think the vibrant, I mean, that's just going to come with the pinball. Like this whole, Yeah, I think- I think we'll be able to do a lot of interesting stuff visually with, like, the shadows and the mm. brightness of the machines. Because, I mean, maybe you only have, like, one machine on at a time uh, because you're just working your way through and you don't need every machine on all the time.
1: Oh, the rest yeah. is dark and you only get the light yes. of that machine. Yes, and it makes too. everything,
0: like, green or blue. Yeah, a
1: lot of neon, neon lighting. That's, like, yeah. kind of old school aesthetic as well. Yes. I think that works for so for that, cool. that sort of that sort of game, some sort of nostalgia, nostalgia for, for, you know, the game is like geared towards kids yeah. who have never lived through this. So yes. you can kind of just make up an, an old, um, old sounding, old looking thing. And, and I, and they'll be, they'll be <laughs> all for it. It's like, you know, so you see those TikToks where they're like in the nineties, you didn't buy your <laughs> sweets, you baked them. And it's like someone making <laughs> sweets at home, like, no. <laughs> Have you seen 90 sweets?
0: I love that. I I love the idea of having a TikTok uh, account where it's just me being like, "Yeah, God, in the '90s, um, no, but we didn't have oven mitts. You just burned your hands getting <laughs> stuff out of the oven." Yeah, kids these days don't, toys, don't appreciate. So you have
1: to make them out of wood.
0: <laughs> yeah, we just had sticks, sticks and hoops. <laughs> this <That was> is the <laughs> '90s. Yeah, and then you pull back, and it, it is the 1890s, and yeah. you're like. Ha,
1: ha, ha. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like that, that general retro aesthetic. You don't have to commit to a specific time. It's like yes. you know, it's retro.
0: I like that too, because yeah, because if it's in an arcade, it could either be an arcade in the '80s or it could be an arcade in 2020, whatever. Yeah, uh, and and it's still gonna be the same kind of dark, dreary vibe because mm. it's after hours. So I like that. I like we, that. Ambiguity. We need a good
1: sound designer. If only mm. for the footsteps, because we need those footsteps to sound kind of squeaky <laughs> and sticky, depending on where. Like when you get to the bowling part, it just sounds squeaky every time you move. And when you get to the yes. to the arcade part.
0: Yeah. And the, the sound of the footsteps changing from like the small enclosed uh, arcade area to the much bigger echoey area mm. of the bowling alley. And then again to the big echoey cinema area is going to be... Really harrowing as you hear like the echo of your footsteps reverberating yeah. out.
1: Yeah, we were looking for a sound engineer, please. If someone's <laughs> listening to this,
0: <laughs> uh, like you don't know any horror sound engineers. <laughs> like we both, like we both don't have people we could DM right now. Uh, are you familiar with uh, *Lemon Demon*? Yes. Okay. Are you familiar with the song Cabinet Man on the Spirit Phone album? Okay. (laughs) Because because if we wanted to back ourselves into a mascot horror, Hmm. we could do something that was not a literal mascot horror, but which was a Cabinet Man-esque horror. So for audiences who are not familiar with Cabinet Man, it's a song on the really good album Spirit Phone, which I highly recommend, about an arcade machine that is also a human mm-hmm. or it's some sort of fleshy, fleshy analog body horror arcade cabinet. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's a great song. I highly recommend it. And great the album. song. Great uh, album. Uh, yeah, uh, but it feels like that could be something that we could rip off <laughs> from, <laughs> from *Neelyman <laughs> Demon*. We, we um, think we've been we've been
1: skirting around the the our first word, which is vampires.
0: Oh, you're right. We haven't addressed the vampire of it at yeah, all.
1: Yeah. Okay. We need some sort of mascot to yeah. this arcade. Yeah. It could be this cutesy vampire. Ooh. You know, maybe there's an animatronic element to it. Or just like a guy in a suit, you know, but it's kind of cursed and it moves on its own, the suit. And it can be this, uh, like, you know, you know, kind of a cute cutesy take on a vampire. or uh, What's the, the, the serial one? I'm only familiar with uh, this through, like, oh. uh, cultural osmosis. We didn't have this in Spain, but there's this... Um, uh, Count Chocula? Count Chocula. Yes, yeah, oh, I'm glad yeah. I was able
0: to pull that. It would have been embarrassing if I couldn't. <laughs> Count Chocula, (laughs) yes. Uh, Or like a count from from Sesame Street, also an iconic, cute vampire. Uh, Let me put this out here. So vampires, you can have like the literal classic vampires where they suck your blood. (laughs) Nah. You could also have metaphorical vampires that are like attention or spirit or a soul sucking kind of vampires. And I think that could potentially apply interestingly to arcade slash video games. Hmm. Is this the the thoughtful meta layer on our video game where it's like games are, this game that you're playing and also (laughs) all games are like, they're like vampires for your soul, right?
1: Oh my God, that's really (laughs) good. Is that
0: anything? I
1: like that, I like that. I said, so, like, why? Why not both? Why not? Like, oh. you know, this game is going to be geared towards kids, so we we need to. We can't just let the metaphor go under. Like, you, you, you got to hit them <laughs> over the head with the metaphor a little bit. Uh, yes, you know. So, so if you have a mascot that's literally chasing you, that is this cutesy vampire but scary. <laughs> yeah <laughs> and and there's also the 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 thematic elements uh the games are like sucking out your blood or suck like sucking out your 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 soul in some way. I think mm-hmm. that though they work together like them- thematically, yeah.
0: Yeah, I think so. And if we if we have like mini games in the arcade level, then, then those mini games, it could be a sort of thing where it's like, this is capturing your attention and making you its thrall, which leaves you vulnerable to this cute mascot. Hmm. Because that, that is like the Five Nights in Freddy structure where it's like, you're, you're stuck in this room, you're looking at a bunch of different things, but that leaves you vulnerable anytime you're looking at a screen because hmm. you're not looking at like the vents and things like that. So it could be like, you're looking at the the arcade machines so intensely because you have to play the game. You can't look away. Or like detach from the game until you beat it. Maybe, mm. um, although that could be that could be risky from a gameplay standpoint because if it's a game that somebody doesn't like or <laughs> is not good at, <laughs> it, you shouldn't be like you have to get 100 points in this Flappy Bird knockoff, yeah, this Fruit Ninja knockoff until you can <laughs> until you can look <laughs> away and and like hide from the vampire or fight it or whatever.
1: I feel like so if, we have, if we have if we have a bunch of mini games, maybe you're not like. Forced to play the specific one. Maybe you can just go okay. play the air hockey one. Or...
0: <laughs> yeah, I love there has that. To be an air hockey one. <laughs> I love air hockey. You ha- do you like air who hockey? Who do you play against?
1: Maybe it's the ghost. Maybe maybe I don't know. Oh
0: uh, yeah, who, that's a good question. It's sad to play air hockey by yourself, I guess.
1: <laughs> yeah. maybe it's kind of it's more of a puzzle thing where you have to like line up specific shots.
0: Yeah, so oh, it, it's kind of like yeah.
1: when 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 games try to do like pool and and you have to like mm. do like trick shots and stuff. So okay. like there's like obstacles on the table and you have to like go around them and, and get a goal. Something I like, like that. that. I like that. It could that. be we don't we don't need a two player thing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. If this is for children, do children know about air hockey? Does air hockey still exist outside of yeah, insane old right? arcades? I hope so. <laughs> yeah, oh I don't God. know.
1: And the world would be a worse place if air hockey uh, is truly. A lost art. <laughs>
0: um when I was in I'm flashing back, I have such a strong air hockey memory that this just surfaced. When I was in middle school, there were too many children to fit in the school. Like we had, there were too many children for the classrooms. <laughs> uh and so they had trailers. Brought oh, in to <laughs> to to the the school grounds, and they filled those trailers with like bar games. I'm looking <laughs> back on this now; this is insane. It, <laughs> so there was an air hockey table. There was like one of those like oh. you shoot basketballs and gets points. Yeah. There was like a dart board, and I think they just put us in there when <laughs> when they ran out of classes. Oh, God. Uh, but I remember having. I don't even. I wonder if it was supposed to be PE. <laughs> Maybe it was supposed to be physical ed. Um,
1: you just go. I mean, it's not a bad PE if you're if you're going to play air hockey, but it's still. On.
0: Yeah, but in hindsight, it feels like there is some some negligent schooling yeah. happening. <laughs> uh, but I loved I loved air hockey. <laughs> I hope you're enjoying Big Game Hunger, and I hope you're enjoying all the other podcasts in the Multitude Collective. Pale Blue Pod, ExoLore, Join the Party. These are some incredible shows, and if you wish you had more Multitude shows to catch up on, I have good news for you. Members of the Multicrew get a whole RSS feed full of bonus audio, including our newest show, The Multicrew Review. Every month, Julia of Spirits and Join the Party sits down with one of the other members of Multitude to talk about something that they love and that they think you'll love too. From video games to albums to activities like gardening, the members of Multitude show their passion and love with the hope that they can introduce you to something that you'll love as well. Along with Head, Heart, Gut, Multicrew Review is exclusively for members of Multicrew, our membership program that supports all of Multitude. Get Multicrew Review and Head, Heart, Gut, as well as our other audio exclusives by going to multicrew.club to sign up today. Are you a nerd, but also somebody who likes to dress nicely and kind of struggle to blend those two things that you love? Hey, I am right there with you. But if you're looking for gear that's going to make you feel and look pretty badass, may I recommend Volante Design? Their high-quality handmade jackets bring that main character energy into your everyday life. They also bring just like Style. You know, like style? They have official licenses from series like uh, Assassin's Creed, Devil May Cry, they've got Mass Effect jackets. If you've ever wanted an N7 Special Ops Mass Effect jacket, but also wanted it to be high quality and well made, Volante Design is here for you. So if you're ready to invest in a stylish and high quality jacket, you can go to volantidesign.us, That's V O L a-n-t-e-design.us, and use the code BGH, all caps, for 10% off your entire order. I will also put a link in the show notes of this episode for you to click on. That's BGH, all caps, for 10% off your entire order at Volante Design. What are some other, I mean, is there going to be a DDR machine?
1: Mm, there has to be i don't think an, an arcade is complete without a ddr machine
0: <laughs> all right so there'll be a ddr mini game
1: and you know you, you get like different types of games you get the air hockey it's kind of a the puzzle thing if we go if we go that route the, yeah. the ddr it's a rhythm game yeah yeah and, and you know it's the rhythm game and you have to i i think what we got to do is each uh mini game is like you're playing it but you're not the, the, the screen doesn't become your screen you're you're seeing the screen within the game and you're seeing everything around it yes so and and you can always move your cursor around or or play, press some other keys to lean around so oh. you you're playing but you're always looking behind your back because you know there's something like you, you you suddenly hear the little the, the classic uh, iconic laugh of the mascot. You just go ho, 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 or something like that, <laughs> and, you, and you hear that like on the corridor, like on to your left. And suddenly you lean around and you see a, a something coming over. You have to run. Have to, to pause that. the mini game or just drop it where it is.
0: Uh, Yeah, even if you're on like a really good run, you have to make the choice of like, am I going to try to finish this mini game before I get attacked, or am I going to bail? That's really that's really. I'm
1: getting a perfect score in DDR. I'm I'm getting I'm killing it (laughs) at this song, but it's coming. I have just a few (laughs) seconds left. I cannot lose concentration or I'll lose my perfect score.
0: I think that's really that's such a good like push and pull which I think is really important to have in horror games where it's like you have mm. to have like this the the allure of wanting to to like or, or like if we you need to complete a mini game for example to progress in the story like you need to complete this mini game you need to complete like three of these games to make sure they function and do your job and uh, mm. before you can leave or like you need to you need to beat this game where you're arm wrestling a giant arm in order to get a key <laughs> if we wanted to do something a little bit more like Resident evil yeah. Uh So I think either of those are good options. But then it's also like you have to do these, but you are under threat this whole time. So it's like that is such a good push pull anxiety of like, I, I, I need to do good at this arm wrestling minigame, but I'm also <laughs> terrified <laughs> and I need to run.
1: Oh, I got it. That that's the the way we, we make it so that each player can choose like the game they like the best mm-hmm. is you you just gotta get a certain amount of tickets. At least in this oh, part, the arcade yes. part of it, you get the tickets and you, you, on, you can only get the key to the next part if you get enough tickets.
0: Oh, I love that. Okay, it's like what an if automated it's...
1: claiming machine or something.
0: Yes, Eduardo, that's exactly what I was thinking of, <laughs> is that maybe you're like installing this automate, automated prize retrieval machine mm. and you need to test it out and and that's part of your maintenance routine is like you've got to get all these tickets to get the key you yeah. thought this was going to be a fun thing for you <laughs> This sounds like something I would do. Be like, all right, I've got to test this thing. How do I incentivize myself? I'll put my key in there, um, and then have regrets, (laughs) have immediate (laughs) regrets. Uh, But yeah, I love that. So you are just you're trying to get enough tickets to get your key out to get to the the next level. And that could this could even be something where this could be the game. Because another thing about these sorts of mascot horror games is that. The first entry is usually like pretty short. It's like one short game. It's like an hour Hmm. long, maybe. But then there's always like eight more games after it.
1: Oh, yeah. (laughs) That get longer and more
0: complicated. And
1: the lore, the lore just gets expanding. (laughs) Because there's a type of game that's like game theory bait, I call them. There's like games or series of games with like a bunch of lore. That's not like super hidden. Mm -hmm. But many parts of it are are kind of hidden so that it's interesting to youtube channels that try to explain oh, game lore yes. and and that's how the those games get publicity
0: yes right
1: because nobody yes. knows about the next mascot horror game until it gets covered in game theory until ma- okay. until matpat blesses it with his <laughs> saintly hands Yes,
0: I love that's such a smart way of approaching uh, this game dev of like, how how is it going to disseminate? Uh, mm. I think that's really smart.
2: <laughs> I love
0: that. Okay, so I think I think the first game should just be in the arcade, and that should be it. Mm. And then the the ending is like when you open the door, it just like whites out. Uh, but then chapter two, which you have to pay for, that's yeah. twi- It's twenty dollars for chapter two, and that's the <laughs> that's the bowling alley level when you've like you've stepped up to the next section. And it's just every se- every time we step back, it's another building. <laughs> it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's like
1: it's it just all- keeps getting. Bigger. <laughs> yes. You go the from the arcade. In mall. You started the arcade. Yeah, exactly. You get <laughs> arcade, bowling alley, theater, uh, then you got the whole mall. And yeah. then you leave them all and like you're still being hurt, hunted and you're like in this suburban, <laughs> expansive area. And you're like, in a giant geodesic
0: going. dome. <laughs> that's when we, when it's revealed that you're on the moon and it's 22, no, 200, oh no, what is it? It's 2,224, <laughs> we'll say. And that's when you finally get the last, but there will be hints there will be yeah. hints to the fact that you're on a moon base the whole time and that's how we get the game theory.
1: Exactly. Based. That that's I think yeah, that we need some some like little elements to <laughs> to develop the lore. I don't think we have to develop the lore right now, but we have no. to at least get some of those bolts rolling. So there yes, has to be some tragedy. Literally. Uh, you know, Five Nights at Freddy's famously is like, oh, the 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 animatronics have like kids in them, like the <laughs> kids who were killed and they're possessed by their souls or something yeah. like that. I, I, have, I have not, I have I have not played Five Nights at Freddy's. I've only seen videos. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I played it, There's but I've much. never watched any of the lore videos. And as you say, I, the lore is is in there, but I haven't dug it out. But I do think that is accurate. <laughs> um, okay, well, it feels like in that case, it feels like a lot of the the, the hidden lore is going to be around this vampire mascot. So mm. let's drill down on this vampire. So it's the it's the mascot for the arcade. Mm-hmm. So it's some sort of some sort of <laughs> gaming vampire. <laughs>
1: yeah why Uh, why does this arcade have a vampire how about okay um, we might be going off prompt a little bit here
2: okay but
1: what if it's a a kind of a halloween like classic monster theme and that's like well all the characters and mascots are so the the main one is a vampire okay and i don't want to do the whole like they're playing in a band because that's that's already kind <laughs> of a and surprise thing but maybe they, they have like different parts of the arcade is like themed after each yeah. character so there's like a frankenstein maybe that's the, the one in the bowling alley or something and okay
0: um, i like that
1: maybe this happens during halloween and that's why there's this going on maybe it's just like a permanent thing they like uh, horror classic movie monsters
0: I like I like the idea that this is just permanent aesthetic. Um, there's a game that came out this year called Killer Frequency. Hmm. Uh it was super, super good little indie puzzle horror game, but it took place in this in this city that was all like low-key horror themed. Hmm. In a way that was like, I the people who live in this town love horror. And so everything here is kind of horror themed. I, I love that. Uh, yeah, I did too. I really like that as a as an aesthetic choice. So I, I love the idea of like, that this arcade is all like, m- yeah, like movie monster themed. Hmm. And so, yeah, there's like the bar area is like the lagoon. Yes! <laughs> yeah. uh, and then maybe like all of the games are low-key horror themed. So they're like a horror versions of classic games. So you have like Tapper... Um, but maybe it's like trapper. (laughs) It's like a, it's like a fur trapper theme instead of a beer tap theme, something like that.
2: I
1: like that.
0: And then that helps, that helps us make a lot of decisions about the arcade machines of being Mm. like, they're, they're classic arcade machines, but they're not those arcade machines because they're movie monster Mm. versions of those
1: Oh, my God. The DDR machine good. and you're dancing like the thriller dance, you know, <laughs> with yes. a, it's all zombie theme.
0: Yes. Dance Dance Resurrection. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Just put that out there.
2: That's perfect. <laughs> uh,
0: OK, I love that. So, OK, so this vampire mascot, I love the idea that it's adorable. I think that is really good. Hmm. I, I think that is a good place to work from because if we wanted to do like maybe the the original – because this that's also the thing with Five Nights at Freddy's or most of these mascot horrors is that there's the original kind of cute kind of yeah. – a mascot that is like this seems like it could really be a mascot or a toy hmm. and then there's like this the horrible creepy version of it that's been like decayed or messed up
1: yeah it's like really easy to twist something cute yes. into something creepy by just changing yeah. a few things like it's just a, it's an uncanny valley thing I don't know, it's like ever since the classic creepypasta, was it Abandoned by Disney or something? It's like uh, some guy exploring, (laughs) do you you know that one? I
0: don't know this one, no. Okay,
1: so I'm I'm like half remembering it because I read this like Mm -hmm. 10 years ago. But uh, it's like this guy exploring an abandoned theme park, a Disney theme park, and... Mm. Uh, it's kind of creepy, like it stars very well. Like most creepy bass says it has a good buildup and then it just goes off the rails. But <laughs> uh, at some point, there's like a Mickey mascot that shows up, but all the colors are inverted. And uh, <laughs> it's, I, I don't know what it, I don't know what it did. Uh, but I just remembered there's these creepy uh, Mickey Mouse suit that just Great. chases them.
0: Classic. Classic creepy All the colors
1: are inverted, so it's like black instead of white, white instead of black. <laughs> I kind of love that. Actually, that
0: makes me think of a TikTok I saw. Um, speaking of TikTok, it was it, there's this, um, or maybe it was on Instagram. It, it, it's this incredible makeup artist, and they did a look hmm. where they painted their face as though they were inverted. Like, they painted their face, like, dark mm-hmm. blacks and blues and stuff, and then they inverted that makeup look, and it looked like they had normal makeup on. Oh. And so there was something so inherently cool about that. I'm wondering if we could, like, maybe the mascot, maybe the mascot's actual colors are, like, an inverted human face, and then there we can play with that. So it, sometimes it looks like there's a real person there, but it's just, like, the the flipped of visual oh. of that vampire.
1: What if you got a black light? And that's kind of like mm. instead of instead of having a flashlight, you got a black light.
0: <laughs> I a black light in an arcade would be the most horrifying. Oh, that, yeah, that's true. That's true.
1: <laughs> We'd probably see the nastiest. Stuff. No, that works for us. I
0: think that works. That's <laughs> it but that's does like work. really good. It does work
1: for the horror.
0: Yeah. And uh, I think also for gameplay, because then you can have stuff hidden. That they have to use the black light. There's
1: hidden messages. Yeah. And maybe it's a good way of like locating the mascots. Because it's mostly in the dark. So you're pointing your black lights and it just reflects really brightly when it gets close. So suddenly it's like on you.
0: Ooh, I like that. (laughs) I like that as a method of uncovering Mm. this black light vampire.
1: And it works Uh, with the vibrance too. So I think it works with the theme.
0: Yeah. Good keep good job keeping an eye on the themes. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I love that okay do we have a name for the vampire Uh, Um, I'm trying to think of because is there something there's got to be some we don't have to go the pun route but it feels like there is an arcade vampire pun that we should be able to think of (laughs) like count your tickets tickets. (laughs) it's
1: (laughs) it's
0: bad we're it's it's, we're brainstorming Um, um
1: like something, I'm th- I'm trying to think of something with like Vlad, because like Dracula famously is based on Vlad the Impaler. Yeah. So it's like Vlad the Gamer? No, it doesn't.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Vlad
1: the Gamer. That, Vlad.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Vlad the Arcader? No, it doesn't quite, it's not quite there. That's a good starting point though. Vlad, Vlad the, Vlad the Impaler Transylvanian, <laughs> um, Dracula. I'm just saying vampire words, hoping that something is
1: going <laughs> to click. I mean, the, the, the arcade itself could be like Transylgamia or something like
0: Ooh, that. Transylgamia is really <laughs> good. Tran- I mean, that's really good. Cause that fits in also with the whole, whole, whole monster theme of it. Yeah. Transylgamia. Oh. Oh, that's really good <laughs> i think that could be the i think that could be the name of the arcade and also the game yeah i think that could be that could be the name of it transilgamia
2: <laughs>
0: it's it's fun to say <laughs> i can't believe you broke that off so casually <laughs> that's really good i really like Transylgamia.
1: but we still need we still need something for for our mascot though
0: yeah, the name of the mascot is tricky. I mean, so
1: it could just be Vlad. It could just be Vlad or something. Something kind of cute, like just a, a short nickname. Yeah, because we got the I pun in the, that. in the. We don't. We have we got the pun in the arcade name already. That's true.
0: The ti- if the title is Transylgamia, then that's got good SEO. Vlad <laughs> doesn't have much SEO. I'm trying to think <laughs> of like. Uh, I guess I guess I don't know the mascot names in Five Nights and Freddy's, so they must not have such a broad... It, I've even played those games and I can't remember any of them. I know Poppy Playtime is... Like Freddy,
1: Freddy Fazbear is the... Um,
0: Fazbear, yeah. It's and there's one. Um, Fuzzy Wuzzy and Poppy in Poppy Playtime. Mm. Huggy Wuggy. Maybe it's Huggy Wuggy. <laughs> <laughs> um, Vlad the Gamer is not terrible, <laughs> Maybe is there anything with Nosferatu? Ooh. Nosferatu player. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> That's nothing. That's nothing. Um, <laughs> I I thought there would be more
1: overlap. There there, there has to Googling be
0: Googling vampire words. There
1: has to be a fun that we're missing for
0: sure. <gasps> um
1: <laughs> Vampire words. <laughs> What are some vampire words?
0: <laughs> Blood sucker. <laughs> uh, more like quarter sucker. Am I right? It's an arcade hey. joke for everyone. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, how about we take like Nosferatu and we we just shorten that like
0: Nosfee,
1: Nossee, because it, it's already like
0: yeah, I like that.
1: It's already like unique enough, and it's and you can see the the inspiration.
0: Yeah, I like. Yeah, I like that.
1: We we gotta like uh-huh. we, we gotta survive on merch a lot for this game because we're not gonna be, like, <laughs> we're not gonna be selling the games for that much. They're mostly for kids. They don't have yeah. that much spending money. But that's true. Christmas that's time comes. They're gonna ask their parents for the <laughs> for the nosy or the
0: <laughs> for the Nossi plush. The yeah. Plush. Okay. I like yeah. that little Nossi. I think that works too. Because then then the the cute form could be just a cutified Nosferatu. And then yeah. the real horrifying form can be Nosferatu, who's absolutely <laughs> terrifying.
1: <laughs> yeah. The, the classic movie Nosferatu had like two teeth like in front here, right?
0: Yes. He had like kind of like buck teeth. Yeah. yeah.
1: Kind of buck teeth. That'd I think so we, we got to have that in the design.
0: A cute little buck tooth vampire. Yeah. <gasps> How is Nasferatu terrifying? I'm thinking about it now. Because uh, well, you're at, you're describing it accurately, but I'm like, how is that scary? it's uh, just a good performance, I guess. Okay, yeah. I love that. Cute little bucktooth vampire <laughs> mascot. That's perfect. Okay. Nasi the vampire, the mascot of Transylgamia.
1: We gotta think like mechanically, where do we uh, like the, the whole like blood-sucking thing or the whole like soul-sucking thing of the game? Do we have a mechanic for that?
0: Oh, is there like health?
1: Yeah, when you as you yeah. play the arcades, like something's raining down.
0: Yeah, it's a good. Qu- I mean, I don't think there should be an actual health bar. I think it should be because, like, most a lot of he- horror games won't show you explicitly what your health is. It'll just be like your screen gets like darker or yeah. redder, uh, and that feels like the right way of doing it. I yeah, I'm wondering if it's just trying to kill you. I guess it's not. It's a vampire. It's trying to tra- change you also mm. into a vampire. That's the thing. Mm. So maybe it's not about dying. Maybe maybe as you get like more vampirefied, it becomes more vibrant. As like your vision kind of starts to change, like the colors become more intense and more delirious.
1: Mm. I like that. So if you play a lot, yeah, you start you start just to balance out the gameplay and just balance out like the puzzle elements in the games, like just something that if you play a lot of the minigames, you're going to have some like negative outcomes so that, you know, it balances out like different gameplay types. Mm. Maybe you just attract uh, the vampire more because, you know, Million the li- your lights are on, you're, you're, I don't know, you start hearing things. Um, you've played Dredge, right?
0: Yes, I yeah. love Dredge. Yeah. When,
1: when, when it's the nighttime and you start getting like, you start like hallucinating things. I really like that that sort yes. of thing. So you get like little hallucinations that are not that. I ju- just meant to scare you, like the Minecraft cave sounds that just like freak mm. you out for a second. Uh, little things yes. like that. As you play more, it get gets okay. into your head.
0: Yeah, I love in in the game. Don't starve. There's a similar sort of mechanic where if you're not, if it's nighttime and you're not near a light source, like these like tentacles of of weird darkness kind mm. of start to reach out and and negatively impact your health and i like the idea that there are like pools of light around arcade machines that you kind of need to cluster towards yeah. because it's otherwise very dark and that darkness is inherently scary because little nasi might be in there
1: exactly
0: i like that that's <laughs> that's a good game
1: <laughs> yeah, good balanced gameplay we got the marketability. We got it all. <laughs>
0: yeah, uh, we were surprised. We surprisingly, I feel like crushed, <laughs> crushed a pretty decent <laughs> vampire pinball mascot game. Yeah, that's vibrant.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, good. I'm trying to think if there's anything else I want to pin down, but I think I. I mean, is the game. The arcade is called Transylgamia. Is Hmm. the game also called Transylgamia? I kind of take for granted it it is. But Hmm. I feel
1: like the mascot games tend to be named after like the place it happens in. Like the place is kind of like a, it always has a lore around it. So like something with Transylgamia. But I think it's maybe too long to add a lot of words with Transylgamia because it's already a pretty long word.
0: So we could do like one one night at transylgamia is that too much of a ripoff
1: it could be like something at the arcade or mm. like to use a generic name just this something at the arcade just so people know what they're getting into With just them. from the title
0: yeah that's fair transylgamia is it tells you a lot, but nothing specific.
1: They're they're gonna think it's a vampire, like a a a Castlevania game. Oh, yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's true. Okay, so like, okay, yeah, I like that. So probably arcade should be in it. Maybe like we could call it like Dark Darkness at the Arcade. Mm. Um. That's so much like Panic at the Disco. <laughs> I was,
1: I was thinking exactly. I was trying to think something that didn't sound like Panic at the Disco.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, because uh, we would have to retroactively change a lot about the game if it was also a Panic at the Disco <laughs> game. <laughs> uh, but I, yeah, it's going to be hard to avoid that kind of structure for the name. But yeah,
1: it's like if it's something at the arcade, it's
0: yeah. That I mean, or it could be like arcade, arcade panic, uh, blacklight arcade.
1: Mm, blacklight arcade is already like blacklight works pretty well for a horror title. I feel like
0: you, we, you, you're thinking like just blacklight. That's actually pretty good.
1: Just, yeah, just blacklight.
0: I'm I would be good with either blacklight or blacklight arcade.
1: Yeah, blacklight arcade because that you think way has a little have- bit more grab. Yeah, we have uh, SEO, we have- Yes. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. It, having arcade in the title will help us a lot. Yeah, um, And that's going to be such a, that's going to be like the most basic lore video level is somebody being like, you might think it's called Blacklight Arcade, but the actual arcade in this arcade is called Transylvania. <laughs>
1: <laughs> exactly.
0: I love that. Okay.
1: And there has to be some tragedy that happened there. Like there's going to be lore. Yeah. There's going to be millions of videos. You're going to see. It's,
0: yeah. I mean. Out, watch out. On YouTube, it maybe maybe the blacklight is picking up evidence of like some sort of murder or murders Your that have happened. There's like
1: messages in the walls, people yes. who have been trapped there in the past. You're not the first. Yes.
0: Oh my God, I There's love that. It's like a that. whole
1: line of arcade repairmen that have been, or just <laughs> kids who tried to stay too late for TikTok challenge. They tried to stay like 24 yes. hours in the arcade.
0: Yeah, they tried to sneak in here. Yeah,
1: and they got vamped.
0: We got vamped. It's a problem. keeps happening. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. There's, that works on a lot of levels. Hey, this is a good game.
1: Yeah, we got uh, a good game.
0: <laughs> Eduardo, do you have anything you want to plug?
1: Oh, okay. You should check out my art. And you just go to your browser and you type Valdivia. That's V-A-L-D-E-V-I-A. I think I spelled that right. Dot art. <laughs> and... Um, <laughs> You will go to my website, which is a good way to check out my art, uh, read some of my stories. There's some in the in the sidebar that you can read, like Fractal, which Jenna mentioned, mm-hmm. and um, and you got all the social links there too. So I don't have to say all of them.
0: Yeah, good call. I will put a link. To, I will put that exact link in the description of this podcast so people Perfect. can find it. And I also highly recommend checking out your streams where you make the art. It, this is just a really good time. This has been Big Game Hunger, a part of the multitude collective of podcasts edited and mixed by the talented Misha Stanton and created and hosted by me, Jenna Stever. To support this show directly, subscribe at patreon.com slash the Jenna. Eduardo, what's one word, adjective, gameplay type, premise, etc. that you would like to add to the ingredient
1: list? Oh hmm a game about parasites i don't know if i mentioned this one already Mm. parasites
0: i like that i think parasites are conceptually interesting and would be good for a game (laughs) excellent all right thank you so much for joining me eduardo thank you you the audience for listening to big game hunger and don't forget to wishlist blacklight arcade on steam release (laughs) date tbd